Five, four, three. Let's go. Five, four, three. <laughs> you're not the you're not the one recording. Oh, really? It's time for a cox and Crendor. Wait, it's, no, that's not us. That's, that's not, not us. us. Um, Hello, welcome to uh, Video Games and Chill, where we don't that's just... That's us, that's us, that's what we do. Where we don't just beat the games, we complete them. That's not us either. Is that not us? No, I, th- I think we're trying too hard. Yeah, I think we're trying too hard. Yeah. We don't have a strap line, though. We really don't, and I think that's probably a good thing. Do you reckon? Yes. Hello, welcome to Video Games and Chill with myself. Good afternoon, welcome to Video Games and Chill, unless it's the morning where you are, in which case, fuck off. Unless it's the nighttime where you are and you're listening to us to fall asleep to. Um, which... which, what the fuck is going on with you, you crazy person? <laughs> Why would you listen to us of all people? Because it's Video Games and Chill, Dan. It's a, it's a nice level to sleep at. Listen, okay. don't... Don't make fun of the sleep viewer, because they might just cycle through all our content on Spotify. They might give us views on everything. They might do. How are you, Dan? I am... I'm actually alright. Yeah, it's Sunday. It's the last day. I mean, it's the end of day of your week here. Um... It's the last day of the football season, so I'm looking forward to being disappointed for the next seven weeks by Newcastle not doing anything in the transfer market. And that's not video games, so we'll move on from that pretty quickly. How are you doing? <laughs> I am a little bit hungover, as as I think you know. Um, I was unaway. I thought you were fine. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm fine. You know me. I, 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 I handle my hangovers fairly well. Unless I just tip over, and then I'm just gone for the day but no it's a sunday afternoon and it's a it's a chilled it's out slight hangover day oh uh, yeah it is actually afternoon isn't it because mm-hmm. i forgot that as per usual we spent probably longer setting up for this than we are actually going to spend recording um which you know isn't always a bad thing no and we've got we've got big changes uh as you can see, you can't see, Dan, but our lovely viewers can see. This is different, and this is different, and this is different. And um, this is... Di- oh, wait, no, this is still the same old shit show that you tune into once, yeah. a, once a week, because, you know, you need to make sure that we haven't slandered Nintendo too much, and you don't want to push the big red button. To, but know, we still appreciate your view, down. Reggie. We do, yes. Why don't you open that bathrobe a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> let's uh, let's open with uh, with what we've been playing, as we usually do. Yes, what we've been playing, and I believe there's a weird thing about to happen. Right, uh, Sam, Sam, do you want to start us off with what you've been playing? Because you know, I know you've been playing a lot more than I have this week or the last couple of weeks because I've been busy doing this weird thing called work. I certainly have, and are you ready for this, Dan? The first ever scene transition. Whoa! We have gameplay. Um, I've been playing Super Liminal. Um, you can't see this gameplay, um, but if you... Yeah, it's here. Is it, is it there or there? 
there. Yeah, there. 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 Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't see this, but this is actually footage I recorded for my little review. Um, the link to that will be down in the down in the there in the in the there in the doobity doo um, of Superliminal, and it's a fantastic little puzzle game. Um, it's very portal esque. Uh, in the sense that you've got this one core idea and uh, it, it sort of stretches that core idea out over about three hours-ish. Is, is that a pun? Yeah. Yeah, I did a funny. <laughs> did you like? I mean, based that, 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 that was purely based on the fact that I watched your stream for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that you were doing some weird stretchy, stretchy th- shrinky <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. It's re- it's really cool, yeah. So the the basic um, thing is that like the the world and objects that you interact with change based on your perspective of them. So like if you if you pick this bottle up and it, and it's over here, it looks bigger when it's closer to you. So then it becomes bigger in the world. So like at its simplest, you're using it to um, sort of create little platforms and blocks to jump on. What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. All, all I've got in my head is that Father Ted episode. This one is really, really close. And this one <laughs> is really far away. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's all I can think of with you doing the bottle thing. I think... <laughs> honestly, I think... Right. I think the developer probably just watched that and was like, there's something in this. We can make hey, a game out of this. It's a good concept. Uh, from what I saw of what you were what you were doing, um, even though you were stuck on the same puzzle and then realised, oh yeah, it's one of those. Um, yeah, it yeah. looks like a fun game, and it's definitely one that's on my list of things to do. It's it's so fun. Um, I said I said in my review that it is only like three hours long, and it's about twelve thirteen pounds something like that. So if if you want for like hours played to get your money's worth then you'll definitely want to wait for a sale on it but i wouldn't sleep on it i, I mean think. It, it, de- it depends on what your your you know your hour is worth to be fair i mean i i would quite happily pay 12 or 13 quid for a three-hour game oh yeah me too that's why that's why I, I'd, I'd recommend it so heartily but i know i know some people some people wouldn't yeah you know, this some- is the this this happened uh, pretty much the day of uh, recording the last episode because I remember getting a message from you later that day, going. So we didn't get Evans remains, but I did get Super Liminal, and I think I'm going to stream it tonight. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, cool. More more indie titles, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's a it is a great little indie game. Um, I can I can see him doing doing more with the. Well, no, I can't see him doing more with the concept, you know, but I can see the de- developer um, going back and, and doing more things like it if it was a success. Uh, I think it came out late last year on other consoles and only just released on Switch. Um, but it's it's a great time, and as I say, the whole shrinking things and making things bigger, is is it just scratches the surface of what you can do with it. How about you? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a, a, another indie title this year. Um, this year? This week? Uh, 
Yeah, completely balls that up. Yeah, what? Not an indie title. Uh, I've been playing Doom Eternal still. Um, mm. I put another hour and a half or so into that. Not very long, uh, admittedly, but I got through the first level and I got through most of the second level. And it's safe to say I'm at the point where I'm not overly, I'm not overly happy because, well. You know that episode of Family Guy where the two lorries crash into each other mm-hmm. and you know, the the drivers wake up and go, oh you got peanut butter on my chocolate and the oh you got chocolate on my peanut butter. Well it's kind of like that but instead of a Reese's cup, it's doom and story and they've got story in my doom mm-hmm. and doom in my story and I like the fact that they were pretty much two separate entities in the first game. Yeah, it's, it's one of those the not the worst parts of the first game was when it sort of locked you in a room and forced you to listen to some sort of story for... Um... No, but it never did. It, it oh, did. It did once or twice, yeah. It did at the at the end of the game where I, I was just sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a really awesome thing and I kind of want this and okay, that's the end of the game. Um, but the, the opening of Doom was was all about yeah, no, fuck the story, because mm-hmm. it was Doom Guy wakes up, breaks the the screen that's talking at him, trying to give him law. The law was there, but only in the background. And yeah. now it's not. Now there's radio announcements about the fact that Doom, uh, the Doom Slayer, also known as Doom Guy, has been seen fighting in the San Andreas Fault, and it's like, uh, no, okay. no, fuck off. Fuck off with your stupid story, and you know it, it's a case of. It, and and is is that is that sort of thing running in the background then when you when you hear these announcements? So that's on the central hub, which Ooh. is a spaceship in outer space. Um, I realised it was getting bad when I went into the second level, and about ten minutes into the second level, it went fast travel location unlocked, and it's like. Why? What? Yeah, that's a Why weird have you put fast travel? Why have you put fast travel in my Doom? Yeah, that's I want a... linear corridors. I want open spaces where I can run and jump and shoot shit. I don't want story. I don't want to kill a, kill a room of things and then a cutscene of a door opening happens to let me know where I'm going. I know where the door is. I've run past it three or four times while shooting the fucking shit out of this room. Yeah, it's a weird addition to it's... Doom, isn't it? A really weird addition. Yeah. The environments are nice, though. Um, you know, the contrast between the first environment and the second environment are really, really nice. Uh, some of the movement mechanics they've they've included are fantastic. Uh, some of the upgrades and RPG elements they've added less so because it just takes away from this core experience of I want to run around and shoot shit and mm-hmm. blow things up. That that was kind um, of the thing I didn't there's... like about Doom twenty sixteen was like the the upgrade trees and stuff like that. I just thought. I don't want to spend my time in Doom in menus. No, I don't want to spend my time in menus. I want to spend my time running around shooting shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which, the running around shooting shit, bang on. Uh, the platform sections, less bang on, because it's I'm, I'm not Mario, I'm Doom guy. I don't run around jumping on... I do run around jumping on bad guys' heads. <laughs> but that's because I choose to, not because I have to. And the bad... I'm, I'm, and the bad guys are I'm demons, like not I'm Goombas. Being... Uh, 
are Goombas not demons? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I sound like I'm being really, really negative about it, but for all I've played, I'm really enjoying it. But it's a case of, it is definitely a case of it doesn't feel as Doom as I would want it to feel mm-hmm. right now. But I, I do get the feeling that, again, it's because I'm only in the first two or three hours and they are still introducing elements. So I wonder if once they've done that, it's just going to be a case of, yep, okay, here you go. Run around, shoot shit, kill things, do it as you want. It might well have been the same in Doom 1. Uh, I know I got turned off of Doom 1 quite early on. Um, and then you enjoyed it again. And then I went back to it, and apparently I'd got past all of the tutorial-y shit and just blazed through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably have more to say next time we play, although I might next time we record, although I might not given the well, what I'm currently downloading. Um <laughs> so I think that's I think that's probably me for Doom. Um you've been playing anything else? Yeah, I've been playing some um Cadence of Hyrule. Uh the DLC came out, uh Shadow dropped in the Nintendo Direct, well the the third part in Nintendo Direct. Um, and, and that was only the first part of five DLCs, though, wasn't it? Three DLCs. The first three. one I is it was five. no. The first one is a character pack with five characters, which what you is what you might be thinking of. Um, and then the second one is new songs, I think. And then the third one is a new story and a new map and everything, um, based on Skull Kid and Majora's Mask. Yes. Which is going to be uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see it being a lot of fun. That one, um, the whole game's a lot of fun, uh, but I accident I accidentally didn't play the DLC, <laughs> and I just started playing something that's apparently a part of the main game where you play as the uh, the villain Octavo. But it's still a lot of fun, um, and I think it just goes. I don't have all that much to say about it that that hasn't already been said, but. I think it just goes to show how gorgeous a pixel art Zelda game can look. And I know that like Nintendo have moved away from anything sprite based and anything pixel based and you know even the 2D games are all 3D, aren't they really? Like they use 3D models. Um but I'm just watching the gameplay now and it's so pretty. It just looks so good. But yeah, that's all I've really got to say on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did mention that was going to be a quick one. Yeah, I did. Um, have you been playing anything else? Of course I have. You know that I have, because you've already got the video lined up I for certainly it. have got um, the video lined up. Yeah, so uh, in the last couple of weeks, the th- fourth, fourth part of uh, the Master Chief Collection dropped on PC. So, of course, I took that deep dive into uh, Halo 3 again, and it is so, so much much nicer playing Halo 3 at 144 frames a second <laughs> than it is playing at 30 frames a second on a console with a weirdy, weirdy, weirdy controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult, but not too difficult. Uh, it's Halo 3, so it is the, the pinnacle of, well... It, the pinnacle of Halo. It's it's the best numbered Halo game. 
without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, and it just plays so well on PC. Uh, I'm, I can imagine. I, I'm using a I'm using a 970 GTX and GTX GT. I don't know. I've GTX. got a, I've got a 970. Um, and I yeah, I'm run, able to run it at high settings, 144 frames a second. You know, and it just it's Halo, and I love it, and I'm so glad that I'm now able to play it on PC rather than playing it on Xbox, and. Yeah, it's just I haven't d- jumped into the multiplayer yet. I haven't played with any friends, uh, but it doesn't matter because even single player, this game is just probably one of the best shooters in the last twenty years. That might change soon. That might change soon. You know the fact that you haven't played with friends, and if I do end up picking up Game Pass, yeah, then Phil will invite me to his games, and we won't have to, you know. We won't have to put up with me. That was that was yeah that was why I I trailed off there. Come on, Mister In- Mister Ingram. No, I mean, it... Hello. <laughs> Go on, Captain Keys. Um, yeah, uh, I had a weird weird uh, moment earlier this week though when I got a message from somebody saying, "Does Master Chief have a voice?" Because you know my my. My main memories from the first game is that opening section, which you don't know because you've not played Halo. I've never played uh, Halo. There's an opening. The opening tutorial section is you going to uh, going to the deck to interact with the captain, and you just walk up behind him, and the first thing you hear is Captain Geese. <laughs> and it's just from that moment onwards, it's just like the best game of all time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Halo. It's it's good, and if you were to uh, if you were to get the, uh, the the Xbox Game Pass, which, by the way, great deal, not sponsored, hashtag non-sponsor. Um, yeah, I would definitely play through all of the Halo games with you. Cool. Easily. You said, you mentioned Halo uh, 3. I, just, I don't even need an excuse. You mentioned Halo 3 was the best numbered Halo game. Yes. And there, there are probably, you know, there's probably a lot of people that would disagree with me on this, but I... I loved Halo Reach. I I loved playing the single player. I loved playing the multiplayer. It's just one of those things. It's got like the, you know, my my heart will always be with Halo Reach. Um, is, is Halo Reach the one where um, everyone the... dies? Yes. Yeah. Are the, are the levels all flashbacks as well? Uh, yeah, ish. Yeah. It's a prequel to. Halo 1, and it's based on uh, the Reach book. Um, but yeah, it's it's essentially, it's the first interaction with humans of the Covenant. Uh, and then the discovery of the, the Halo rings. Uh, but, you know, I don't want to spoil too much for you, because, you know, the story in that game is great. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a... Yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. It's a, um, it's a series. I just, feel, I just feel like, yeah, it's it's the it, it is the it, it is Bungie's love letter to the Halo franchise mm-hmm. before they hand it over to three four three, who then did Halo four and five, <laughs> and then Master Chief Collection. So they've done something right. Yeah, re-releasing old games. 
yeah, when when they fixed all the problems that Master Chief Collection had on Xbox launch. Mm-hmm. But like and, and uh, you know Master Chief Collection alone for for um Game Pass at three ninety nine a month. Oh for what it is. I can't. I am. I am going to get Game Pass. I think I mentioned earlier. Um, you know. You know the tr- you can trial it for a for a month for a pound. Yeah, I mean, a I'm, single solitary pound. I'm, I'm, Hashtag not an advertisement. <laughs> Phil Spencer, if you want to sponsor us, go ahead. But um, I don't believe. Yes, Phil Spencer, if you want to sponsor us, I will. I will quite happily take Microsoft money, or or an early access preview of Halo Infinite. For payment, I think Sam would prefer the money. But um, yeah, I. So if I, you're hearing us, Phil, uh, you you are number two in our hearts after Reggie. You are Phil. You are number two in our hearts. We love you, Phil. Which if you if you'd if you'd have told me that five years ago, then I'd have I'd have fucking strangled you mm-hmm. and laughed because I would never have thought that somebody at Microsoft or Xbox would be. Doing good stuff. Nobody's doing great stuff. He's and we'll get onto that a bit more later, won't we? He uh, certainly will. So, do you want to uh, do you want to jump back into the uh, the deep dive which you're about to do on you know whatever this new thing that you've been playing is? Whatever this new thing that I've been playing is that that Twitter hated um, before it came out. Which you know, as is the wait, case. Wait, wait, Twitter had a Twitter had a negative opinion on something. Twitter so had it isn't so. I think Reddit did as well. Like ev- everywhere was just so negative about oh. um, Paper Mario, the Origami King. I don't believe you. I don't. I don't believe you. I don't think that any social media anywhere has <laughs> negative opinions about anything. It's like YouTube comments. You go to YouTube comments for the truth. You do. You certainly do. And for, and for happy discourse and discussion. You absolutely do. <laughs> and not just for someone, you know, shouting back a catchphrase at you. Literally. Nobody any... <laughs> Literally, any comedy videos I watch on YouTube, the top comment, and you know, you know, on your phone, it's sort of like you, you can see the top comment before any of the, um, before any of the recommended yeah, videos. Tell... It... Yeah, tell me about it. It just ruins it. Yeah, especially when that top comment is re- is is spoiling who got out of the group that you're about to watch in GSL. Oof. What's GSL? But that's why StarCraft. Ah. Did you even need to ask? I mean, I assumed it was something something StarCraft related, but you know, it's always nice to to clarify for Reggie. Go watch GSL. It's probably some of the best esports you'll ever watch, ever. Uh, especially uh, Stats versus Rogue Game 2 uh, in the round of 16 Group D uh, of GSL Season 2 2020. Go watch that game. It is fantastic. It's some of the best StarCraft this year. Should we link it down there? No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been playing Paper Mario The Origami King. And it is a it's Should a great something. Pardon? Nothing. <laughs> it's a it's a great game. Um, it's really really fun. Uh, as always with with uh, Mario RPGs, the writing is just on point. 
Um, it's there's just witty little one-liners everywhere. Um, it's just it's just charming. The game just oozes charm. Round every you know around every corner. Um, the paper does it have the uh, typical paper? Does it have the typical Paper Mario turn-based combat? Are you are you setting me up here, Dan? Is this a setup? <laughs> It has literal. Oh. It has literal turn-based combat. <laughs> yeah, the combat system's really fun. The um, everything's on a sort of ring-based system. Um, I'm hoping this guy on on this stream will get into a fight pretty soon. Um, but yeah, everything's on a ring-based. Pardon? It's not my stream. No, it's not up. my my stream is not up on YouTube. Um, but. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, it, it sort of makes each battle a little puzzle. Um, oh, now we're getting into a little battle. Not that you can see, but Reggie, you can see it. Oh, that battle music is fantastic. Sorry, that's Pokemon. I know that's Pokemon, but this, this battle music is like a little, I think it's like a, I think it's kind of jazzy. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so it makes each each battle a pretty much a literal puzzle in trying to get all the enemies lined up in the right places. And I was kind of worried at first because if you got it right, it was always just a an insta kill, you know, a one a one hit kill, pretty much. Um, but later in the game, it doesn't become that. Later in the game, it does become an actual battle, you know. Um, some guy, he just saved a toad, and he's just hopped off. So the toads, a uh, the toads are all hidden about like the uh, Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, and some of them like just stand there when you've saved them, and they have a little one liner. But some of them, let's say if they've been turned into a an origami butterfly, some of them like run around flapping the little arms as if they're still a butterfly when they're a toad. It's it's adorable. Grasshoppers like go and jump about. It's uh yeah, it's really charming. Um there's one thing that I didn't like and it's a specific moment that I'm not not gonna spoil. But essentially it's it's a comedy game, right? And so I'm, I'm 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 wondering how to put this because I've had this same conversation with my uh, with my granddad of all people. Um, uh, it's a comedy game, and so most of the jokes are just in the writing or or in like wit- witty little one-liners, which is fine. But then when they when they do a funny when they do a joke that doesn't work, and it's like a big moment. It really, really stands out as not working. Does that make sense? Yeah. When something falls flat, you can tell it falls flat. It falls really flat when it falls flat. Yeah. Um, and almost like it's made out of paper. Almost like it's made out of paper. <laughs> um, yeah, there are a few. There are a few creases like that. Um, but they're few enough and far between enough that that it is worth recommending and it's definitely worth playing. Mm. And I already know that I want to start off my review being super positive 
and then being like, everyone hated this game before it came out. It's great. Play it. And I think that's that's it for what I've been playing. Have you got yeah, anything else? Yeah, I've not been playing much else either. Um, outside of the, the typical Animal Crossing and Pokemon stuff, which I'm not going to go into because... Well, I've ranted enough about Animal Crossing and praised Pokemon in that wait, other way around. <laughs> yeah, we were we were becoming a Pokemon podcast at one point, weren't we? I think we were becoming an anti Pokemon podcast at some point. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Aren't they one and the same at this moment in time? Yes. Right, so that's it for what we've been playing. Uh, let's take a short break, and then we'll come okay. back shall to this. I, uh, shall I do something for our sponsors? You certainly should. Okay. Uh, this week, we are sponsored by Nondescript Purple Drink. <laughs> in a gin glass. Because that's how you do it when you're sophisticated. Mmm. Taste that purpley goodness. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to Video Games and Chill. Yep, that's totally going to get cut out, so welcome back to Video <laughs> Games and Chill. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about the news, Dan. Um, there's been, like... It's it's weird, this whole summer of gaming thing. Um, there's been loads of news, and also uh, it feels like there's been barely anything. So it's, it's, it's odd, because what it feels like is that E3 has lasted for three months now Mm -hmm. but it also feels like a disappointing e3 as well i feel like if if e3 had happened it would have been a disappointing e3 Mm -hmm. um mainly i mean i say mainly so the ea conference which we talked about last time was completely not a bullshit uh the one which we're talking about now which is the ubisoft conference i will i will read what i wrote for my note uh bugger all and I and I just wrote, I am whelmed. It was exactly what we expected to see, and we saw it, and it looked fine. Yeah, there was, you know, there was, there was obviously, um, obviously, it was recorded before all of the shit about uh, Ubisoft come has come out, and I feel like we we don't really want to go into that, but I will say, Eve Gimo, fucking resign. If you knew, if you didn't know what was going on, then you're a shit owner, so resign. And if you did know what was going on, why the fuck did you let it happen? Resign. Um, that's all I will say about the Ubisoft conference. What well, I'll um, say about the actual games is that Watch Dogs is, is looking pretty good. Um, but there was nothing in the Watch Dogs trailer that we hadn't already seen or knew was happening. No, it was a bit... It was... Okay, anybody anybody you meet on the street can be recruited. Fair enough. Awesome. I'm going to have 64 old women with handbags <laughs> battering the shit out of London. Sold. But, it, it you know, the concept is, is fine and it looks good, but it's, it's like you say, it's just... There's Meh. nothing new. There's nothing new they were showing. Same. Meh. I feel the same with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I mean... Um... Valhalla. Valhalla, that's the one. Uh, they, I don't know if you caught the bit after the press conference, but they were showing some ga- uh, some gameplay, and um, they had Viking rap battles, essentially. I did not see this. I assumed you were joking, 
until the point where I saw it on Reddit and I was like, oh, God. It's like Valhalla was looking like a really, really... The fact that Ubisoft are putting games in England, brilliant. I want to run around a futuristic London going, I know where this is, I know where this is. All right, mate, all right, mate. And it's it's Vikings, so surely there'll be a playable York, right? Yes, uh, it's... They've they've listed the towns, but essentially it's a case of I already know where my home base is going to be, based purely on the map which they showed. Okay. Because because Lincolnshire is one of the one of the counties, and it's like, well, I guess my home base is going to be in Lincolnshire then. <laughs> you know, born there, may as well make my and you know, fire physics good. Ubisoft have always been good with fire physics. Mm-hmm. Then all of villages this jazz, and stuff. It all looked really good, and then fucking Viking rap battles. I mean, obviously, it's just a side thing, but it's fucking. It is what it is. If if the Viking rap battle can end with me plunging an axe into the other Viking instead of actually rapping, then I'll then I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you want to challenge me to a Viking rap battle? Okay, you rap, I'll battle. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I love hip hop, and I, I I love sort of I love it's a it's an idea that should be right up my street, but I'm just it's so not. It's so cringy, and it's just completely out of place. Mm-hmm. I have got nothing against R and B. I've got nothing against whatever dub trub wub step people listen to on rap, and you know. Nothing against it. I enjoy it if it's done well. Mm. This will not be done well. This will also be completely out of place. Yeah, how it will going... be completely out of place. How are you going to do a sick burn blood with your Mac drop? You know, when you don't have microphones or, you know, and the village around you is actually burning. Mm. So it's, it's very much a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened in the Ubisoft conference. I know there was some disappointing mobile shit uh, for games that are already out. And then there was the cinematic... Oh, can I just... Before we move on to the cinematic trailer for Far Cry 6, can I just make a point of the fact that Watch Dogs, this game that is infamous for the original having a cinematic trailer at E3 and not living up to that cinematic trailer at E3 being advertised by a cinematic trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the I think the problem with that um that original one for Watch Dogs 1 was that it was a gameplay trailer and the gameplay just didn't end up looking anything like that. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Uh Far Cry 6, yeah. Um doesn't look like the young kid is going to be vast which was the rumour. Uh, and, you know, Giancarlo... Fuck, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito. There we go. I was thinking of Giancarlo Era. Um, Giancarlo Esposito gives a grenade to his son and almost pushes him off a roof. There you go. That's all you need to know about the trailer. I mean, honestly, it was acted really well. Um, it, it which was, you would expect. It was tense. It was... It was a good cinematic trailer, but that's all it was. So there were there were two things that disappointed me about that trailer. One, he didn't push his son into the crowd, which I thought he was going to do. 
two, he didn't encourage his son to throw the grenade into the crowd, which I also thought he was going to do. He did, didn't he? He, he? he dropped the grenade down into the crowd of people. Because he'd pulled the pin out, and so he was holding on, so it was live. I thought that was the whole you point. Might right. of... You might be right. I'll have to go back and look at this, and I may have to take point two ru- point two back. Yeah, no, it was it was um, it was one of those where the whole the reason he was holding the grenade so tightly, and the whole tension of the trailer was because he pulled out the pin and said to him, "The pin just holds this in place, so hold it nice and tight." And it won't explode. And so, and then he's like, follow me. And so, you know, the kid almost trips up with a grenade in his hand and stuff like that. And, and then yeah, he, and he never it. drops it. He doesn't drop it. Does he not? No. The, the last thing that you see is his fingers sort of loosening, but he doesn't drop it. Okay. Well, the, Im- yeah. the implication's definitely there. Yeah, but I was right in the fact that he didn't drop it or throw it or... Mm-hmm. You know, get his dick out and swoosh it to the left and swipe everybody right. He's a child, Dan. <laughs> I, you know what I mean. It's a case of it, it, he didn't show any of that dictatorship bullshit that could have been pulled. And the, the, the think, whole speech is I actually think, fantastic as well. I, I think the implication was there, and I think that was enough for me. Um, I'm, I'm look, you know, I'm, I'm looking for. I've never played Far Cry, as you know, um, but. Have you played any game that would establish you as a gamer? Mm, um, you know me, I'm more of a Nintendo guy. The the answer to that is, yes, Daniel, I play lots of games. Shut up, you gatekeeping motherfucker. <laughs> I do think this, though. You know, when we're talking, I'm like, oh, I've not played that. I've not played that. Then I'm... I, I don't I'm know. Sorry. You sat, you sat and uh, platinumed uh, fucking Jack and Daxter <laughs> in one sitting in my flat in first year. What a don't worry. Game. Don't worry. You 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 have the only platinum trophy on my PlayStation account. Yes. Oh, I love Jack and Daxter. I would I would never que- que- I would never question your gaming credential. <laughs> um but yeah, Ubisoft all over just it's fine. Just yeah, it's more Ubisoft. And then, um, moving on to an article that you uh, you added uh, to the document, Spider-Man yeah. Miles Morales features optional 4K 60 frames per second performance mode. Right, so you have just read the uh, the hyphens in the URL there. I so what the, what the actual article is, is you can play it in 4K at 30 FPS, or you can play it at 1080p at 60. Okay. Uh, that makes which, more sense. Hey, giving users a choice, all okay with me. And I know full well that if I were to buy a PlayStation 5, which I'm not going to, I would play it in the 1080p 60fps mode. And I know I'm going to buy a PlayStation 5, and I'll probably do the same, because... Yeah, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's always nice giving giving gamers the option, isn't it? Yeah, there was a there was an interesting point in the in the Xbox conference where they showed the it was during the Ori and the Blind Forest demo when they showed how what, what the difference between you know the standard sixty and the hundred and twenty frames a second was in terms of reaction times and speed and the low latency, and I feel like that sort of thing 
should be made more prominent because then it shows the gamers, oh yeah, no, if you are running at a higher frame rate, you are going to be better at the game. Mm-hmm. Which is always, you know, it always also explains, you know, why back in ye old days where I was playing Call of Duty with friends on Xbox, why I would feel like I was a better player when I was playing on PC because I was playing at a higher frame rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also the um, mouse and keyboard controls that help there. I cannot go back to a controller for a shooter now. I'm terrible. No, no, I, I'm I'm mouse and keyboard for even third person shooters. It, uh, I'll, even... use, I'll use a controller for third person action games, like uh, when um, Kings of, Kingdoms of Kingdoms of Amalur. Re-reckoning. Re-reckoning. When that comes out next month, I'm going to be using the controller for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the the real example would have been I use a controller for The Witcher Three. Yeah, uh, I use a controller for Dark Souls. Like, you yeah. can't play Dark Souls on a mouse and keyboard. I mean, you can, but why would you? Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's nice to see Sony offering this this choice. Mm-hmm. Um. Next article, which I've linked, is one that is fresh off the presses today and is a... This one is hilarious to me. So, so allegedly, Doritos have leaked... Uh, a Doritos packet has leaked the name of the new Call of Duty game because we all care about that. I put it in here, so it is my fault that we care about that. <laughs> it's going to be called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And, like... All of the other Black Ops games is going to be based during the Cold War. <laughs> Apart from Black Ops 3, which was set in a future Cold War. It's almost like calling a game The Last of Us Zombie Apocalypse. So what I think this is going to be is I think this is going to be a remake of uh, the original Black Ops. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But instead of... Because, because obviously they did Call of Duty Modern Warfare which they just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it was a different title to Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. They can't really do that with Black Ops, because it would just be Black Ops, so they've added the Cold War on there. And if it is, then it is, you know... you know, It's Call of Duty, it'll sell shit tons, and everybody will be disappointed in it. <laughs> I've been jonesing for some Call of Duty, you know? I know, you said... Uh, it's one of those but, the, the games the games are like too expensive for how little time I will put into it. Yeah. But if I if you know for example we managed to get two extra people and we were going to play zombies on the original Black Ops, yeah, I'd be all over that. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll we'll send people messages after this. <laughs> then um Nintendo had a mini direct partner presentation. I feel like these titles are just getting longer. Yes, your joke was not funny. <laughs> it certainly wasn't. <laughs> but, you know, we started with Nintendo Directs, then we got Nintendo Direct Minis, then we got Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Presentations. I don't Electric know. Boogaloo! Yeah. Three and Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, come on, say it. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not Joking doing the thing. Was Nint- Nintendo Mini Direct Partner Presentation 3 and Knuckles featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series with all new Funky Mode trademark. The old me. The old ones are the best. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so we've already gone over uh, gone over half of what we need to talk about with this, which is the Cadence of Hyrule DLC. It's a uh, season part pass. Part one is already out, and more is coming. Yeah, it's, it's a season pass. There are three uh, elements to it. The first one is already out, which is a new character pack, which, as I said earlier, I thought I was playing. Turns out I am not. Turns out I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't know if... It... Game. Well, no, I don't know if it was a, if it was a free... Um, update where you get got to play as the villain or whether it was something you unlocked after beating the game but basically it's just a new character basically it's all just new characters so i i am just playing through it again um then the second one as far as i know is a song pack with 39 new tracks Uh, and the third one is a little side story where you play as skull kid and it's a majora's mask-esque thing yep um, they've also announced and released uh, a bundle with the original and the DLC. So, Physically. You, know, if you don't own the game, you can go and you can buy it as sort of like a Game of the Year edition, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Um, the big thing, however, to come out of this presentation was the announcement that uh, there's going to be a Shin Megami Tensei 3 remaster uh, released in 2021 on the Switch. And more importantly, a Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming to Switch. I think we've um, known for a while that um, Shin Megami Tensei Five was coming. I think we just haven't heard anything from it. No, but there was a, a proper trailer. There's a, a tentative release date and a platform, uh, which I think the Shin Megami Tensei games will work really well on the Switch. Um, you know, I'm I'm. Always up for more JRPGs on my little JRPG machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not what I was expecting when I saw the Persona uh, when I saw the uh, the Atlas logo. Were you expecting I, Persona Five? I was expecting Persona Four Golden to be shadow dropped. Yeah, and then uh, Persona Five to be announced. But instead, we've got Shin Megami Tensei Three and Shin Megami Tensei Five, which I'm still okay with mm-hmm. honestly I'm kind of hyped for that but you know we'll see what happens when it actually gets released uh, also another thing is the fact that it is being released globally on the same day which means that mm-hmm. Atlas are finally accepting the fact that the western market is a market and I get the feeling this is because Persona 4 Golden sold more copies on Steam within the first couple of weeks than it did on every other platform at all I wonder if this is Nintendo pushing for this because obviously these are coming out on Switch. Um, so I remember when Pokemon, there used to be a big delay between Japan and then it used to come out in America way before Europe as well. Um, so I, and now obviously that's a worldwide release. I wonder if Nintendo were pushing for like their exclusives to, to be that to be worldwide releases or whether it's I can't just the industry. They would do. You know, it's. The fact that the Switch isn't region locked, it it makes no sense for it to be um, released in Japan and then released elsewhere three months further down the line. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if you know companies like Atlas don't have the, the 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 ability to do the translation whilst the development is ongoing. Yeah, you know things are things are much more streamlined and much more doable than they were. 
10 years ago. So it's probably a combination of the two. It's probably a combination of more up-to-date development practices and also Nintendo going, right, you release a game on this platform, we want it everywhere all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Which, whichever way, it's a, it's just a good a good thing, isn't it? Yep. Um, uh, right, so we're going to move on to the Xbox One X Series X. Xbox Micro Series X. X. Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Electric uh, Boogaloo. But first, I believe there's some breaking news that you wanted to break. L is real, 2401. Awesome. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Stop. Um, so uh, there's been there's been quite a few Nintendo leaks. Um, well, over from the past... what I understand, is it is just the one big leak that is just a, a, a shit ton of data that has just been unearthed from somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's just people parsing through that and yeah, and pulling out the the relevant information and translating it. Yeah. Um, so this one is the news that there is a uh, model of Luigi in Super Mario sixty four, and so there was there were always rumors about that, and it's it's kind of cool just seeing this old information getting unearthed. You mean he's not called Loogie? Is he not called Loogie? <laughs> I think I just... the title the, the title of the Reddit thread was Loogie found in. Super Mario 64 code. Was it? Oh, like, oh no. I, I was just sort of like, oh, this is, yeah, that, that's going to be the one that gets make, makes it to our slash all. <laughs> oh, of course. I, lo- I love typos in headlines. And it's always, I find it's always the things that are like um, quoted, if you know what I mean. Like anything that is highlighted or in capitals or something. Oh. Um, Did you see the one? The other slightly off topic. Did you see the one the other day that made it to our slash all, uh, where it was a shark attack in Australia, but the typo uh, changed the K to a T, so it it just said shark attack. Oh no! Oh, how embarrassing for him. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. But the the funny thing about this Ellie's real twenty four zero one, which of course was the what people thought the um, text said on the statue in the courtyard um, in Mario 64 is that it was the, the the news has come out 24 years and one month after the after Super Mario 64 released A. Fuck that makes me feel old mm-hmm. B. A fucking course it is <laughs> I mean, it's a total coincidence, obviously, but... Yeah, but it's it's one of those coincidences, like The Simpsons predicting shit, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, okay, of course it is. Yeah, just smile and move on. We're not mm-hmm. going to explain any of that. Who cares? <laughs> oh, so let's, let's get into the um, Xbox Series X preview, but first, let's uh, have a little break. Have you got any more sponsorships, Dan? Um, um, one moment, I can find one. Uh, generic sticky pads. You can put them over your camera. Like so. So that people know. (laughs) You'll be right back. Oh, fantastic. We will be right back. We really should have prepared this more, shouldn't we? 
and we're I back. That is us back. <laughs> I I was actually going to remind you that you still had that on there. I wasn't sure whether you knew. I mean, you kind of counted me down, so I looked at my screen and I thought, huh, what's that big fucking green thing? That's not normal. <laughs> so, let's get into the um, Xbox Series X conference. So we opened yep. up with the big one, the one that everyone knew was coming, Halo. Which, Halo Infinite, yeah. Which, damn, people can, can, can see just there. They can see it right there, can they? I'm so excited right here. about this. Right here, right here. Yeah, here. yeah, 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 down there. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll take this one, shall I? Given that you know I am the the Halo guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good God, does it look good? There are a lot of people on the internet talking about the fact that it doesn't look good and that Clive is a poor, sad, lonely soul, um, and he is. And we will endeavour to make him feel better, but it feels—it looks like it feels more Halo than four and five. There's no longer aim down sight bollocks that is ripped straight from Call of Duty. Uh, with the the trailer, it is the the flagship title for their console and for their brand, and I can't help but feel a little bit disappointed because, yeah. It, it looked a little bit janky. There was popping left, right, and center. Some mm-hmm. of the some of the guns didn't sound or or look as if they carried enough punch. You know what surprised me just in just on the pop uh, the popping thing. Yeah, when they went back and showed just like a three second clip of the game, you know when they were when they were talking about it and they were cutting between the interview and the gameplay, that three second clip had popping, and I was like, oh. Why? Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things where, okay, it's a demo version of the game and they've got four or five months now to polish it. Mm-hmm. Fine, good. Um, hope they do. But also I looked at it and I was like, okay, this isn't going to be like Pokemon Sword and Shield where, yeah, that popping's definitely going to be there on launch because I'm going to play it on PC and it's not going to be a problem on PC. Hopefully and if not. Problem on P- and if it's a problem on PC, then within, you know, two weeks, there'll be a fan-made patch for it. You'd I'm hope so. You'd hope so. Um, but the Xbox Series X is going to be powerful, more powerful than a lot of PCs. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yep. The, the key thing, the key important thing that I feel like should be mentioned, and unfortunately, if it does end up no, they won't. They won't end up dropping it. Um, running at sixty frames a second of smooth sixty frames a second, uh, which is probably why there was a bit of popping because they're probably still optimizing the <laughs> the game to run like that. Oh, there was uh, a bad imagine... bit of popping on the trailer just then as they're going up the elevator. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. where I've I've heard a lot of speculation online um, about why the popping exists. Uh, some people have. have cited the fact that they're aiming for 4K 60fps um, on the Series X. Well, no, they're they're guaranteeing 4K 60fps, I think, on the Series X. On the Series X. Wow. Um, and maybe that's just too high of a bar to hit without 
some leeway here and there, light popping. Um, I've heard some people talk about the fact that they're putting a focus on uh, co-op again, which I know yeah. the Halo 1, 2 and 3 were, were big on co-op, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and so ensuring 4K 60fps uh, in co-op mode... I know there's, there's, I've heard some people say it's because of the open world, so there's just more to render. Is it an open world, though? We haven't actually had confirmation of that. The only thing we've had confirmation of is the fact that this is the... Uh, it sounds like Halo Infinite is going to be another games, games as a service, where mm-hmm. this is the platform which future Halo titles are going to be released through. Yeah. Now, whether that means that it's an open world or whether it means that there's going to be episodic content afterwards, I don't know. Uh, the, the trailer, the map certainly looked very open world. That's what I was just. I'm about not sure to say. how it would work. I'm not sure how it would work for a Halo game. But also, having said that, if it was gonna if it was gonna work for a first person shooter, Halo would be the one where it would work. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense whatsoever, I think it does. And I think and I think like open world is a bit of a weirdly like u- ubiquitous term um, in the sense that. Would you call something like Mario Odyssey open world? I mean, each level is very open and, and there's a lot of different objectives to do on it. Maybe yeah. that's the direction they're going. It is a quote-unquote more open world yes. to explore. Uh, so so we then come down to the distinction between open world games and sandbox games. Mm-hmm. So I would consider Mario Odyssey an open world game, but not a sandbox game. See, I, I wouldn't necessarily consider it an open world game because you've got different levels that you go into. No. But it's each each level is kind of a sandbox in 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 the sense that it's an enclosed area, a, a big enclosed area for you to play about with the tools that you're given. I think that's that's more the direction um, Halo might be going from just from this trailer alone. The fact that. Um, did they say something about the the number of planets that you that you go into is, is bigger than any other Halo game or something? Yeah. No. Did, did they not? I'm you sure. Just a little bit of a spoiler here, Sam. You don't really go to planets when you're on Halo. Do you not? I mean, technically, Halo Three starts on Earth and Halo Reach is on Reach, but you're mostly on the ring. Right. Okay. Um. I don't know. Uh, they could have said something like that. I don't remember it. The only uh, the only real indication that we had that it was any sort of form of open world was the map, which Halo has never, re- as far as I'm aware, has never really had a map before. No. Um, it could have been in 4 and 5, because I've played uh, about 2 hours of 4, and I hope I will never have to play through 5, even though I probably will do at some point. Um, it's a... Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It looks like Halo. I will... There's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to end up playing this. On Games Pass. Yeah, on Games Pass. Hashtag not an ad. Um, Yeah, and that that is also actually... Well done for bringing that up. That is also a very key point. Uh, Every single title that we are about to talk about and every single title at the Xbox reveal event is going to be available on Xbox Games Pass, which is a big commitment but it's the similar it's the similar direction to where ea are going with their their origin premiere 
super elite pass thing. Mm -hmm. Which is extremely consumer friendly. Devil May Cry. Yeah. (laughs) Which is extremely consumer friendly, but. um... Yeah, yeah. I mean, three, you know, three or four quid a month to play every Xbox title that gets released over the next. I mean, that's PC. Uh, the actual Xbox Xbox Series X whatever version is a little bit more expensive. Yeah, and there's there's different tiers as well. Yeah, there's different tiers where there's Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, what which is going to include X Cloud and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's consumer friendly. Moves forward. I'm more than happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what little they showed of Halo is. It felt Halo. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things is that brutes can now throw grunts, which is great. Uh, although it doesn't really fit with how the bad guy the the um, I can't remember the name of the faction, but that faction is supposed to be. No, we are we are all alien and we are all equal. But I'm going to throw this fucking grunt over there with two grenades okay. attached to him and hope that he blows up the demon. But. I'll have to wait and see see how that works. I'm not completely clued in on how this faction works because I haven't played Halo 4 or 5. So I could just be talking up my ass. <laughs> Moving Speaking on from that. My ass, <laughs> okay. Uh, Zombie Deer seemed to be the, the in thing in this conference. It certainly did. happened at least twice. It certainly did with, with State of Decay 3... It was a cinematic trailer, not much to talk about there. It's coming. Zombie deer. Zombie deer. And then Forza Motorsport. You Forza Motorsport again. Not a numbered entry. Uh, you know, it was a very brief, hey, this is a car. Do you want to buy this car? No? Well, buy this game and you can drive this car. Mm-hmm. Next. Next we had um, Everwild. Which is uh, yes, Rare's new very, game. Very pretty. Very pretty. We only got a um, a cinematic trailer, which is. I've just realised if you get Xbox Game Pass, we can do Sea of Thieves, and we could have a pirate ship together. Oh, let's do it. We could totally do that. Yes, <laughs> the two of us roaming the seas and getting shot to shit at by everybody else in the sea. And I've heard that game's improved. It's improved since launch. It's very much like No Man's Sky, where at the beginning it was shit, and now it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, No Man's Sky is part of Xbox Game Pass. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> so, uh, Everwild looks so pretty. Like the world yeah, Everwild! <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at it, look at it, look at it, watch it. Oh, oh doesn't that look pretty? I can't believe she did that to that deer. But <laughs> on the right side, look, the deer's coming back to life. Your, your timing is great, was great, until you started talking about the deer. <laughs> I know, that's probably happening about now. It's not. Damn it! <laughs> but um, uh, Yeah, it was a good good two or three minute trailer and it was all cinematic, but you know, it, it wasn't an announce, it was just a, a further trailer. We still have no idea how the game's going to play. Oh, was it not an announcement? No, 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 it was announced back in May. Oh, okay. Um, Might have been earlier than that. We've just got to the part where the big fish vomits out all the big little fish. fish. See? Qui-Gon was right, there is always a bigger fish. There certainly is. But it looks really pretty. The world looks, like, really, really interesting. It's all about magic and and how these people 
essentially your characters connect to nature and, and magic and all all this, that and the other. Spiritual nature stuff. All of which he's pulled out of his ass because we actually know shit all about it. Yeah, no, it... It, it, it looks it looks like a, a, a druid game. Yeah, maybe. But, no, it looks pretty. Uh, cell-shaded. Mm. Uh, what, I... what have I written? Very pretty, nice lighting engine, cell-shaded, zombie deer. I just, I just wish we knew a little bit more about it. Now. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's probably not going to be out until next year. So there's probably going to be one more E3 between now and when it's released. Yeah, I know. It's it's just. I do just wish there was some hint of of what it was beyond beyond the aesthetics. Yeah, but you know. Sometimes that's all you need. Speaking of sometimes that's all you need, uh, tell me why don't Nod's next game. Um, um, was this a reveal? I'll, I'll this was a why. reveal. Yes, it was. I will tell you why. Um, it looks very much like the previous Don't Nod games. Uh, I get the feeling that it will be linked to the Life is Strange universe in some way or form purely based on sort of like the, the concepts explored in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I screamed about halfway through Sam, no, don't nod. You will not make me cry during your fucking trailer. It's bad <laughs> enough. You get me to do it during your fucking games. Yep. Uh, take a take a, a, a napkin or something with you when you watch this trailer because it will push you to the point of tears. And that's just through the trailer. So I can't imagine how I'm going to be like during the actual game. And it's and it's one of those where I know I, I know I sort of um, bugged on on um, what's it called Everwild um, for only having a cinematic trailer, but this is the kind of game which only needs a cinematic trailer because we know that we know that the we know sort of that the concept is going to be um, linked to the gameplay as well as the story, but the gameplay is is the story essentially. Yeah. Um, and the best thing about this is that chapter one is coming in August. So not too so long to wait. So that it is uh, episodic, and it's probably going to be six episodes, as is standard with Don't Nod Games. Mm-hmm. Um, then we moved on to Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, there... Yes, Ori, Ori HD, HD, HD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be 4K, 120 FPS, low latency controls, uh, what's the last thing I go? Oh, go Microsoft is what I wrote in my notes because <laughs> the fact that they are promoting 60 FPS at high re- higher resolutions or 120 FPS at high resolutions is something which everything should be focusing on. Although, as far as I'm aware, HDMI is only 60 FPS, so I could be. That's yeah, it's it's one of those. A lot a lot of um, consumer TVs are only. 60 hertz, I think. Does, H- does HDMI 2 support 120 hertz? As I say, whether or not HDMI does, most. I'm looking, I'm looking. Most TVs don't, as far as I know. Whether that's something the next generation will push for or not, and so whether that's something that televisions will start pushing for, who knows? Yeah, uh, 
the new Samsung Q90R is play, capable of playing 4K 120Hz through its HDMI 2.0B and all other... Oh, okay. So 2.1 does do 120Hz. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Um, doesn't matter. I've got a DVI? DVI port? Digital video interface? Display yeah. port. I don't know. The one that isn't a VGA. The one that's in between the VGA and the HDMI is the one which I've got, and it does 144 frames a second. Fantastic. Who cares? Right. Uh, Go on, I'll let you take this one. uh, Next, we had some big old Obsidian blowout. uh, Outer Worlds DLC, um, which is the, the one which is set in space. And you're kind of lost, and you know you're trying to find shit out, as opposed to Outer Wilds, where you're lost in space. Um, yep, DLC for that is coming. Uh, there's a new silly bug game coming from Obsidian. Coming uh, by the time you actually watch this, it'll probably be out. Yeah, it probably will be. It's out on the 28th of July. Um, I'm going to try and Tuesday get Tuesday from this point. Yeah, which I'm I'm try I'm going to try and get this out tomorrow, but you know how that goes. Yeah, so by the time you're listening to this, it will be out. Uh, it's only out in early access, though, but it looks weird and wonderful and funny. Um, the trailer opened with, if you are, wait- if, if you are uh, waiting for the best, best game of the year, wait for Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yep. If you're, oh, no, it was the biggest game of the year. If you're, wait- if you're looking for the biggest game of the year... Wait for Cyberpunk 2077. If you're looking for the smallest game of the year, it's bugged. <laughs> Grounded, it's called. Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid version kids. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's it, again, it's not a reveal. It's just a, it's just an extra trailer. But the concept's fun, isn't it? Like, exploring. Well, that's why Pikmin is so popular within a certain yeah. subset of people. Um, but exploring it in a more adventure game setting. Yeah. Will be a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks weird and wonderful, and I'll probably dip in and try it at some point. Um, and then they cut to some dude in a studio who I, I apologize, I can't remember his name, uh, who was like, Oh, by the way, that big old RPG that Obsidian is working on. Yeah, we're working on that now. And then they showed a, a trailer for Avowed, which I believe is now being displayed in the doobity doo there. It certainly is. Um, big old RPG, and it. My notes are: it's first person and it's Skyrim, but awesome. Mm-hmm. Come at me, internet. My notes are just the Elder Scrolls, New Vegas. Well, you put New Vegas, the Elder Scrolls was Obsidian that was Edition. My, that was my joke. How dare you take credit for that? <laughs> I ruined it. It's fine. No, yeah, the the Elder Scrolls Obsidian Edition, the Elder Scrolls New Vegas. It's basically Obsidian doing to Elder Scrolls what they did to Fallout with the Outer Worlds. Yep, which we've learned during the break is apparently going to be an extended part of the Pillars of Eternity universe, which I am all all happy to, to go with that because Pillars of Eternity universe is fantastic. But it does look pretty, and you know the fact that you scratch the your runes with your hand as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, I will probably play that and sink several thousand hours into it. Yeah, looks cool. Looks very cool. Uh, next we had As Dusk Falls, um, which looks again like a very story-based thing um, with a really interesting 
So would you say yeah. like hand painted art style, maybe? Yeah, it was weird because uh, at the time, I don't think either of us knew whether this was uh, a story trailer, a cinematic trailer, or actual gameplay. I think this is what uh, it's going to look like. So it's it's like I hope it's what it's going to look like. So it's like things are rendered in three D, but then characters are painted onto this rendered world. Uh, the story as well spans multiple characters in about 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written down that it's got a very pretty art style, which I think we've covered. Um, also, fire. 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 Please tell me that was the fire happened. No, oh, just now. Just now. Fire! There's, there's, Go! <laughs> there's, yep, there's a little bit of fire. Here we are. Yeah, it looks it looks like it could be great. Um, I'm all for these sort of more experimental, uh, narrative-led experiences. Uh, I'm I'm one of those weird ones where, for video games, I think that um, I think that sort of gameplay trumps all, and you know, that's what sets yeah. it apart. As yeah, you know, that's what sets the medium apart from just a film or a book. Yeah. But also, I love walking simulators, <laughs> and I love these sort of telltale-like experiences and story-led stuff. So, yeah, definitely want to keep and an you eye can on. Do, and you can do so much more with a game than you can with a film. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the next title was a follow-up to uh, Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade. Uh, I've written Hellblade Two: Senua's Saga, Vice, because they kept on talking about uh, Senua's Saga. Throughout the uh, throughout the game, it's going to be based in Iceland, which was interesting. And I was wondering whether I could go and visit Sigurros, which is a joke which you know very few people will get. Um, being built in the Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine Five by Ninja Theory, um, not much has been developed as of yet from the looks of it. Also, I immediately knew that that guy was from Cambridge because he had a stupid top knot. <laughs> hey, I've had a stupid top knot. Yeah, I know. And don't, I ridiculed you for it back then. Don't knock the stupid top knot. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Hellblade 2, very early in development. I think from the fact that they said you can see a developer diary of us visiting Iceland, it's like, okay, so you've not got much to show then. Well, yeah, but that's a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. The fact that they're spending so long doing the research and the planning before... Oh, no. so- development absolutely i i agree but but also it gives me a time to play through the first one because i still haven't done that yet yeah it's meant to be great i need to do it as well yep then we had psychonauts 2 featuring jack black looked a lot go on i was gonna say jack and the donatious (laughs) t that's it it looks a lot trippier than the first game doesn't it a lot lot more colorful there's a lot of color there's a lot of weirdness uh, the main character I can't remember the damn name of jumps into a brain pretty much straight away mm-hmm. uh, what I wrote my main takeaway from that is it feels very much it feels like very much uh, Yellow Submarine the game did you ever watch Yellow Submarine? I didn't okay well that was weird and wonderful and I've, if I've, they made a game of that then I think I've heard it's a, it's a weird like acid trip of a film oh yeah yeah yeah, that's that's what. But to be fair, that's what the original Psychonauts felt like, anyway. Yeah. But the original was darker and, you know, both in tone and in color. Mm-hmm. But 
whether that was just because of the tools available at the time, I don't know. But looks like more psychonauts. Hopefully they don't, you know, break things. Uh, next up, we had uh, Destiny 2 optimized for Xbox Series X at 60 FPS. Hooray, Microsoft. And uh, then we moved on to what is probably my highlight of the entire damn show. Yeah, we moved on to Dan is very excited. The game. I am very, very excited. Um, so the original version of this, uh, I sort of watched from uh, its initial conception up until it's released, and then I played shit tons of it when it was released. And then the there were two further ones released, a sort of pseudo expansions, but standalone titles. And then the game developer went bust as they were making Stalker Two, which surprise. We're talking about Stalker 2. Um, and this came out of nowhere. Like, they were showing the, the trailer, and I was like, okay, this looks very Metro. This looks very, you know, it's set in Chernobyl. There's, you know, the the, the cinematic shots of Chernobyl, like the the, the the Ferris wheel and the shots over the over the city. The very and first thing you said was, is, is this Metro? Could it be Metro? Yeah, I thought it was a new Metro title. And then it cut to a very familiar shot, which is this uh, this sort of street where there's a group of people sat next to a fire on the left-hand side as you're looking down. Great and timing. I immediately went, oh, maybe it's a Stalker remaster. And then it flashed up Stalker 2, and I was like... Can I just say, Dan, that was very great timing. Just as you were talking about the street with the people by the fire on the left, it, it flashed up. Oh, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, well, that street is the first thing you see after coming out of the bunker in the original Stalker. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, just uh, if you ever go back and play Stalker, in that street there is actually a really useful set of armour if you go up onto the rooftops and you can shoot it with a gun uh, and move it and, you know, it'll give you some sort of second-tier armour in the first section. I might have to stream it with uh, with you by my side. Uh, yeah, good luck getting it running on any modern, modern uh, software. Really? Okay. It was a little bit janky running on Windows, uh, Windows XP, so... Mm-hmm. But... Was it no, that old? I... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, the original Stalker was 2001, I think. I think he, I think you gave me the Steam key because I've definitely played a bit of it. Uh, I don't think I have because I don't even have it on Steam myself. I've definitely uh, somehow sorry. played a bit of it. Shadow of Chernobyl was 2007. Oh, so so not. I mean, that's still it, 13 is, years it is, ago. It is a long time ago, but it's 360 era. Yeah, yeah, and it was only ever on PC. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's coming on console as well is good. Um, the more I, I yeah, I, I, more Stalker is good Stalker. As long as they keep the shooting and the 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 feel of the environment as it is, which yeah. this trailer looks like, like it does. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that I thought it was a remaster or a remake. Yeah, that's true. Just. Speaks volumes, yeah. doesn't it? Yep. Then we moved on to uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide launching in 2021. Yay! And then Tetris Effect Connected 
Yep, uh, so multiplayer Tetris. More Tetris is good Tetris. Yeah, te- the Tetris effect was well received on PS4, so it's just more of that with uh, with added multiplayer. With a new multiplayer, new types of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It was weird because I thought this was the ending slate for the whole conference because it did that weird thing where it was showing lots of people playing games. Yeah, yeah. And it sort of jumped back into, oh, okay, so this is actually Tetris. Yeah, which is a bit of a weird way to go, but... Um, I mean, okay. yeah. Uh, and then we moved on to a game called The Gunk, which originally looked like some weird little girl with a robot fist. And turned into a weird little girl with a robot fist that was sucking goop from the world. Yep, I've I've written Luigi's Mansion in space because that's that's essentially what it looked like to me. You know, looked like she had a kind of weird robotic vacuum that she was using to clean up plant like weird planets. We don't exactly know what it'll involve, but we know more about this than Everwild. So, yep, and also the soundtrack was spot on. Because, you know, I listen for that sort of thing. You certainly do. <laughs> I, mean, we all, I mean, we all do, don't we, really? Even if you don't know you're doing it. Yep. Something resonates. Yep. For a reason. Indeed. I'm just watching the trailer now, and it's it's very colourful. It is a very pretty game. Yeah. You're, you're right. It does feel very Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. then but it all the... starts with a dead girl. Oh, it does. We moved on to the most exciting trailer of the conference. Is that fair to say? Uh, for you, probably. From oh, I was, I was, yeah. I was all over Stalker. So you know, yeah. This, this, this weirdly, very much... weirdly, Stalker, Stalkers usually end with a dead girl. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Hashtag don't steal people's children. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the medium. Um, I think this looks fantastic. Um, I think it looks great as well. The whole dual world thing going on at the same time. I wonder how that'll work. I wonder whether it'll be like literal in gameplay, where you're seeing like the divide. Well, that's what I. That's what I said to you was that it seemed like it was intentional and it was going to be in game like. Mm-hmm. But it could well be one of these. Uh, because in the Halo remaster and in the or Halo anniversary edition and mm-hmm. Halo Two com- uh, anniversary edition, you can press a single button and the textures change from the new to the old. And I'm wondering if they're potentially going to do something like that, where you've, you've yeah, that's a, that's a, what I was thinking too. Texture swipe. Because there there was that moment in the trailer that's that's just happened now where that does happen, where. Yeah. Where she's in one world, but then it does happen again where it is split. So another one, what this, uh, what this made me think of was uh, was it this way out the the AI game where it was yes a way know, out exclusively co op mm-hmm. a way out yeah, and it did have all of these split screens and stuff. So it could well be that, or it could well be you know you are walking through a world and you've got a switch between to make sure that you're you know uh, i don't know it's weird it's psychological horror it's mm-hmm. completely up my street oh and it's so leaned into the horror aspect there was that sort of demon thing chasing her both both versions of her were terrified but one could see it and one couldn't i think 
one version of her seems to have some sort of magical powers and and she's sort of like looking at a hand like this but it doesn't look out of place in the non-magic version either if that makes sense yeah it doesn't look like you know if we were to go aha yeah (laughs) yeah I think it looks so so good so promising one of those that we don't know much about but I mean you know people developing new intellectual properties is always good absolutely people pushing boundaries and doing doing new and weird stuff yeah all over it all over it <laughs> then we moved on to a couple of things that I guess I'll um, glance over the new Genesis Fantasy Star Online 2 does this do anything for you? It's a console MMO in the last time they trial. Yeah. I mean, Fantasy Star Online is, is allegedly pretty good, but it looked pretty. Yeah. But it's been tried and it's really only found... It, this is this is Microsoft's... Hey, Japan, come buy our console. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, hey, Japan, subscribe to Game Pass. Yeah. Then they showed Crossfire X, um, which is Remedy, is it? Yep, that's Remedy Entertainment's new game uh, where the multiplayer is free to play through Xbox Game Pass, but the single player is potentially not, but also the single player is potentially a completely different game to the multiplayer, and it could be... It's Remedy, so it could be completely fucking weird. It's one, um, it's one of those. It's Is it... Well, the, the multiplayer is... Is it free to play, or is it free to play through Game Pass? It's free to play through Game Pass. So then, is the single player not available through Game Pass, even though they said everything no. shown will be available on, ga- I, on Game Pass? I, I, I distinctly remember the trailer saying the single player is not available. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and then we cut to the... One minute, one minute. Oh, one minute! I've got it! I've got it! I've got the ne- the next trailer. Sorry, here it is! Here it is! It was awesome! It was completely unexpected. Stop it! Nobody now. expected it. Ah, oh, I cannot believe it happened. There it is. Metroid Prime fucking four. This whole bit is because I said to Dan before. Um... Before the conference started, I said, do we hear anything from Nintendo in this one? Uh, in the Microsoft conference. Yeah, it, it was a... Because they have been pretty pally as of late. And there have been... There have been people speculating that Game Pass will be coming to Switch. But I don't see it happening. No, and, you know, there have been rumours that Xbox Live is coming to Switch as well. And and all of that jazz, and it's you know it's it was a it was a legitimate question, uh, but it also helps that I was he, I, we found out by this point that I was about twenty seconds ahead of him while watching. Um, I think so you're I about was, three seconds. I was seconds. bricking myself. I was bricking myself because of what was actually going on, which was uh, a shot of playground games, and then a frog eating a fairy, which can only mean one thing. So immediately on my on WhatsApp, I, I screamed. Metroid Prime 4! <laughs> uh, because Metroid Prime 4. 
Apart from the fact that it's not, it's actually it is a four. It's a four, unless but, you count the other shitty titles. But is it a four? They've but just... it looks like it's not actually going to be a four, and it's going to stick to the fantasy rather than the uh, the pre-industrial stuff of three. Uh, of course, we are talking about Fable. We certainly are. It came as a surprise to. Honestly, I think the only person that was surprised by this was Peter Molyneux. <laughs> it was one of those. I, everyone knew it was coming. Everybody I, had been talking about it for a couple of days before. It's just sort of like, it, yeah, great. More Fable. Fantastic. It missed <laughs> missed an entire generation. And it's back. How how did Good. this how did this work for you as the one more thing? Um, I mean, it was definitely the one more thing. It was definitely what I would have expected from one more thing. I mean, what else could they have done? And it worked really well. Uh, the trailer itself, it's typical typical fable humor, where oh yep, oh fairies, and there's a voiceover talking about fairies and mm-hmm. heroes, and then the fairy gets eaten by a frog. And as soon as the fairy gets eaten by the frog, you know where you are. Mm-hmm. You know it's um, fable. Yep. And it showed you a, a a shot over what I'm presuming is Avium, Axiom, uh, Avalim. I have no idea. One moment. I should have. I should, again. I should have researched this. Yeah. I mean, I should have, but I spent the time. Avalon. Avalon. Avalon? Albion. Albion. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. Um, Come on, Dan. Get your shit together. He's, if it's, if it's a remake doing... of the original Fable, then fantastic. I get a, I get a remake of the original Fable. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, if it's a brand new Fable title, then fantastic. I get a brand new Fable title. Um, if it's going to be any good, we'll see. Is Molyneux involved? Who knows? Hopefully not. Um, let him go back to his 22 cans. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that sort of closed out the conference with uh, with Fable, and you know, it's all in all. I, I mean, we got we got Halo gameplay, we got a Fable announcement, we got Stalker Two announced. I'm happy, if not overwhelmed. Yeah, I was going to ask you what 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 your thoughts were on the whole conference. So my my thoughts are I went into the conference expecting to see a load of shit that I could play on PC and I saw a load of shit that I can play on PC. Um, I was more invested in this conference than I was in the Sony conference because obviously they've got the whole, yep, everything that's coming out on Xbox is going to be available on PC as well, allegedly. Um, you know, I was, I was satisfied by Halo gameplay. I'm there was there was nothing that really wowed me. There was nothing that blew me out of the water. There was nothing that came as a real surprise, other than Stalker, which is only because I have that, you know, history with Stalker that I felt that way. Mm. And yeah, it's it's yet another forty-five minute worth of game trailers. That hooray for me. Um, for me, it was just quite underwhelming, or, or maybe. Maybe whelming, as I said about the Ubisoft conference. But taking a look at the list of games, Halo Infinite they opened with. Okay, everyone knew it was going to open with that. 
Um, Everwild looks really promising and really great, but it's we don't have a clue what it is. I say it looks really promising. The art style looks promising and the world looks promising, but that's it. What I will say is I I do wonder what would have happened if this had been an E3 conference. Because they they definitely alluded to the fact that there's going to be another one of these coming up, which this I imagine year. is probably going to be I, I imagine it's probably going to be September at TGS. Um, because Tokyo Game Show is going to be all online, so I imagine it's either going to be then or Gamescom, which is either August or October, and I can't remember which. Mm -hmm. Um, Alongside another Sony one and another Nintendo. Another Nintendo one? We haven't had a proper Nintendo one, have we, for ages? No, we've had a very disappointing few Nintendo directs about Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they, they... There, there will be a Nintendo one at some point this year, hopefully. But I just, I do wonder if there would have been more hype and if there would have been more games to show had this entire worldwide bullshit not been going on. Or if they'd have just shown the same 45 minutes worth of gameplay trailers just with a load of people standing on stage. Now, would that have made any difference? Who knows? Maybe maybe that's what we needed. Maybe we need somebody from Rare coming and standing on a stage and saying, hey, this is Everwild. This is what this game is going to be about. Yeah, even if they still had the same trailer, if they had someone saying that, if they yeah. had, you know, you will explore this world, you will do this, you will do that. We, we don't know what it is. You will be Madame Tussaud and you will walk around creating waxworks with your two swords. <laughs> <laughs> also, a zombie deer. So, um, so, so, just to, because I've got a couple of thoughts on Microsoft and and Xbox in general, um, and I've got an, an article forming in my head which has the tentative title of the curious case of Microsoft's marketing. Um, but <laughs> are you trying to imply they're going backwards? I don't. That that is a clever thing <laughs> that I definitely did on purpose, um, but it's 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 so weird because um, Microsoft are saying essentially about the Xbox Series X, they're saying, look, we've got this new console coming. It's the most powerful thing, and you don't need to buy it. I said, like, wait a minute, what? Like, yeah, everything's available on Game Pass. Everything that we're showing, you can play on Xbox One, I think, for at least the first couple of years. Well, you're shaking your head, but they they said that they they have they have gone backwards and forwards, saying that all of their games will be cross-platform, as in cross-generation. For so, the ones which have been labelled with smart delivery, which a few of the ones in that conference were. I do, I just think I just think it's very confusing. I think the marketing is all over the place. Do you know what it is? Go on. It's a Wii U. Yes. Yeah, I, have, I hadn't thought it's, of that comparison, but you... It's a Wii U. You it's might be a, right. It's, a, it's the Xbox Series X and new console, or is it just another Xbox One X or Xbox One S? You know, the general consumer 
might not be 100% certain. I know I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, okay, fair enough. There is there is a new console called the Xbox Series X. Great. But you're right. Are these titles going to be on... Xbox One? Xbox are they going to be, on... they be on Series X? Are you going to be able to stream them through xCloud on your Xbox One? If I have an Xbox One, is the only thing making me upgrade prettier graphics and... and... Higher high resolutions, frame higher frame rates. Like uh, for the for the average consumer, that, that won't be if enough. That is the case. What what's the difference between the Series X and the Xbox One X then? Yeah, it's just another incremental upgrade, surely. But then again, when they announced the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S, that's what they were saying about. They were talking about they they, they were a, a, you know alluding to a mobile phone style release schedule where mm-hmm. you know you get a new iPhone every year so is that going to happen is the Xbox Series X going to be followed by the Xbox Series X2 or I think I think it's just all over the place and for as well, mu- just... as consumer friendly as they're being and as much as I love ev- uh, the things that Phil Spencer is saying all of our games are going to be on Game Pass for a monthly fee you're going to be able to play everything here. We've got these 15 studios all working on some some great titles, we hope. Um, yep. As much as they're saying that, there's nothing in this that makes me say, right, I want an Xbox. It may, it might make me say, right, I'll I'll subscribe to Game Pass, which... Oh, there's there, there was nothing shown that made me go, I want an Xbox, because I've got a PC. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a... It is. It it's it's mumbled marketing. Whereas Sony, I, I do wonder. I do wonder if maybe they're trying to please too many people with too many things. Yeah, that's that's what I think. So I've just got our show structure document for for Sony up, and they okay. They opened with GTA Five, which is you know for their PS Five reveal. Um, okay, they opened with GTA Five, which was disappointing, but I, that was kind of like a. Almost like a pre-show moment for me. Let's say they opened with Spider-Man Miles Morales. And it's something we didn't know was coming. It was a complete surprise. And it's a game that I'm now excited to play. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Same thing. You know, of course a new Ratchet and Clank... Sorry. Of course a new Ratchet and Clank was coming. But it's just nice to see it confirmed. And have it there. Um, Stray. uh, Sackboy. All, all titles that... Stray looks good, doesn't it? But... I just want to be that cat with the backpack. <laughs> but all titles that make me go, yeah. Yeah, the, you know, PS5 has got a good lineup that I can only play there. Keen... So this is interesting because, because this sort of leans on what I was tempted to do with what I, I suggested to you earlier in the week, which was uh, you didn't make notes on the on the, the conference itself whilst it was going on, whilst I did. And I suggested tentatively, hey, maybe I do everything and you say what you remember about each of the titles. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going through these titles for the PlayStation event, and I can clearly picture them in my mind. Mm-hmm. If in a month's time we go back to the Xbox event, how many of those titles are you going to remember by name? Are you going to be able to say, oh yeah, I remember Stray, that game with the cat and the backpack? Mm-hmm. Uh, For me, know, the, big, say, the big one... If I say the, the medium, are you going to remember that the medium is the really cool one that you saw? You know what? 
just, if I say the gunk, are you going to remember Luigi's Mansion? Just on title alone, no. The medium was the showstopper for me. Was the one where I was like, right, so th- this should be their big game that they're really pushing. Um, Keener Bridge of Spirits for me for PS- PS5. Remember that? Yeah. I just watched that, that trailer. Amazing. I, I just showed that um, trailer to one of my friends yesterday and she loved it. And so, you know, so do I watching it back. And there's just more of an idea. There's fucking, more. What is it called? Fucking Bug Flex or whatever it is. Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. There we go. Oh my God. The internet went crazy that, that, for Bug Snacks. Just, you know, the fact that it just started off so wholesome and then it ended up just being weird and fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like body horror or like cartoonish body horror. Um, yeah. they, they even had, and it's, and it's obviously going to be multi platform, but they had the Resident Evil 8 announcement. They had that death loop game from from the um, from Bethesda from the Dishonored developers. Yeah, so maybe Horizon that... Horizon Two. You know, even just even just the name Horizon Two is coming. It's just all so promising, and Xbox is just like these Ooh. are the games you can only play on Xbox. Yeah, and Xbox is just like opens up with Halo Infinite, which we all knew was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Sony won E three this year. Yeah. Nintendo haven't showed up. There we go. We can put an official stamp on it. Official, <laughs> an, an official VG and C stamp. Yep. There we go. We'll 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 mock up some sort of trophy that we can send Sony. <laughs> Let's do it. Totally do it. You know what? Should we actually do it? <laughs> no, because it's going to be like those really terrible drawings on Reddit of gold. <laughs> yeah, it is. Here we go. You get Reddit silver. <laughs> Reddit bronze. Here you go. You get the video games and chill award for best E3 conference in a non E3 year. <laughs> Although, to be fair, come the end of the year, we will have to do an awards show. Oh, we will. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, by that point, we've actually got to the point where we're actually pretty good at this, I or mean, at least not a shit. <laughs> we're getting there. We've got a new overlay. Yeah. That's a that's a good start. We do. We've got the videos in the doobie do, which is probably either blank now or no longer there. What do you think of the new branding? I have no idea because I haven't fucking seen it. <laughs> I've sent it to you on WhatsApp. I mean, I mean, um, um, yeah, yeah. I, I really like it. I like this bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I like the way my name is said. Yeah. Um, the size of the size of the boxes. It feels like you know, a little bit claustrophobic, but it's fine. We're, um, we're trapped in this little area. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, next time we'll have a. a an intro and some theme song, maybe. I know I promised that last time, but you should see the concept art that I, I did. <laughs> it was awful. But I get the feeling that I, I'm, act, I'm actually warming towards it, and I'm actually tempted to just go full on with that style. Yeah, why not? Because it's shit. <laughs> That's the why not. That why not was rhetorical, Dan. You didn't need to, you didn't need to put yourself down like that. Uh, I wasn't putting myself down. I was... Uh... Being honest, so I believe that's us done for this week, isn't it? It certainly is. What have you uh, got coming up for the next couple of weeks, Dan? Anything interesting? Uh, 
I am potentially going to start playing games on Xbox Game Pass, depending on what they are and how quickly they download. Um, between now and the next episode, I believe Horizon Zero Dawn is out on PC, so I will probably be playing that for a fair bit. And you can catch my stream at uh, twitch.tv slash Samuel Carmody, because I never stream. Fantastic. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> um... I'm uh, I'm going to be continuing my Paper Mario Origami King journey uh, on twitch.tv forward slash Samuel Carmody, which should be a lot of fun. Um, I usually do he's kind also, of... He's also turned on VODs now. So if you miss one, you can go and watch the VOD for at least 15 days after, the, after he's broadcast. You certainly can. Thank you again for the plug. <laughs> and you can find all of the rest of my content at samuelcarmody.co.uk, which the link will be down there but for now this has been video games and chill yep i would like to just finish by saying thank you to our sponsors generic h pencils <laughs> they are good for drawing maps for your dungeons and dragons campaign thank you generic h pencils and thank you reggie for watching this shit show yet again we'll see you in a couple of weeks see you later good night